Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, Intellectual Nubian Minkari, and this is Mentalite Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing pure reality. What is pure reality? That's the question. That's always been the question that anybody with a thinking mind has asked since the beginning of time. What is pure reality? Pure reality is in stages. You're given pure reality in stages. Mentally, you're giving them in stages. Whatever your mind is able to receive at time frames, because everybody has different time frames on which they're able to receive real frames, extended frames of reality. Like, for example, you might find out something growing up. You know, you might have thought something was something all the time. Like, you might have thought some man was your father. And next thing you know, you grew up, find this man ain't your father. Or this woman was your mother. You find she wasn't your mother. You didn't learn that early because the time frame and your mind frame was not right to handle that type of intelligence, that type of information. So you had to wait till a later time. It works the same way. Sometimes, or hell, well, all the time, <clears throat> reality, reality is released in doses. Reality is released in doses. You know, certain people have a whole thing of reality thrown in their face, and they can't handle it. When people have a lot of, re- like, an extended level of reality put in front of their face, they can't handle it. Sometimes they'll have a meltdown a bug out, they'll lose their mind, have a breakdown, because that's reality coming forward. What is reality again? Reality is that which is being revealed in the upper dimensions. In other words, the purest reality is in the 13th dimension, the most purest form of reality, the most open and extensive space of time and space that goes into outer time and outer space. And you find your way back in time and in space, but With this path, your mind is open for greater reception of things. You're more uh, ultra-standable about things that happen in your life or things that you saw in your life and in your many lives as you're moving forward in the upper dimensions. The reality of everything is stored in these upper dimensions, and the projection of solar or solar projection streams the reality of these things into the lower dimensions. But as the dimensions become lesser and lesser, the reality becomes lesser and lesser seen, lesser and less sense unless you have the highest sensory. Do I make myself clash? In other words, in the upper dimensions, you see more and more pure reality, what's really real, what's real, as opposed to as you're going down in the lower dimensions, Reality gets shaded in, you know, all kinds of uh, mystery. Kind of like that picture you take and until you, you know, develop it even more, until you, you know, uh, superimpose the picture and things like that, you get to see more and more what the picture actually is. But until, you know, until that time, you miss things in the picture. That's the same way the dimensions go. As you're moving, you start to see things the reality of things, and I say this only if you are moving toward the fourth dimension collectively, see, because 
as we gather in the third dimension and we see the reality that, you know, we have to gather in order to, you know, move forward in the procession of power toward the fourth dimension, with that comes the pure state of reality. You see, in other words, we know our true selves as we grow as part of a collective body. We get to know our true selves, how we interact with others, the relationships we form. You see, because you know yourself by your interaction with others. This is how you know yourself. Like somebody might bring out something totally different in you that somebody else might not. You know yourself based on the reality of that which you know you are slated to become because we all supposed to be following the blueprint, the greater blueprint of what we're supposed to become. That's the reality. We're supposed to be walking on that path toward the blueprint, which is the fourth dimension, the upper dimensions, and the outer dimensions, eighth dimension, twelfth dimension, thirteenth dimension. We're supposed to be continuously walking on that path. That's the blueprint. That's the layout. That's the design we must follow. That's a reality. We have a genetic design that we must follow. That's a reality. We have a mental state that we must follow. You see, much like the low-level person, right, they, you know, you can't explain anything beyond their level of thinking. And because their mind refuses to accept anything below their low level of thinking, the only outcome for their life, the only real outcome for their life is death. You see, they're willfully ignorant. They don't want to hear anything past the circle of limited thought, the circle of their limited reality that they live in. You see, you can only look beyond that when you are built to look beyond it. You are set to work beyond it. Like you never know, like I said, certain people you can explain something to over and over and over again, and they'll never see it. And you're like, damn, why they can't see it? It's just right in your face. They're not meant to see it. That's the reality. Their mind is not able to accept reality as it is. They'll try to make it seem like, oh, you're making up something. You're playing games. You're playing semantics. Like them clowns in the conscious community they always tell, you know, when you explain the intellect to them, and they just, because they don't really understand it, you know, now all of a sudden it's semantics, you know, because they can't comprehend it because they don't want to admit that in reality they used to thinking on a low level. So anything above that is too much for them to handle, and they don't want to admit that. See, reality is always exposing itself. The more you head, uh, the more you move toward that light and into brightness, reality, you know, reveals itself. It reveals itself in who really lives on that path of reality versus who doesn't. Because you'll find a lot of people who claim they keep it real, they ain't keeping it real. They're not keeping it real. It goes to your family members, your friends, you know, the lovers, whoever, the people you were dang keeping it all the way real. They keep it as real as they think you can handle it, or they keep it as real as they want to receive it to be. But that's not real. The pureness of reality is in the acceptance that certain things, matter of fact, all things, are set for extension, or if not set for extinction. That's reality. That's the reality of life. Certain things are set for extension. Certain things are set for extinction. You cannot have extension without extinction because everybody's not going to cross the finish line or the next line. I should say not the finish line, but I mean to say the next line. That's reality. We are in a continuous race. We are in a continuous movement.
reception, accessing and the reception and the connection of reality, who we are constantly becoming. That's a transformation that's brought on by transmission. A transmission, can, the transformation can only be brought on by transmission, the altering of everything, how you think, how far you think, who can you grow with and think with together, you know, who you're supposed to be with, who you're supposed to mate with, spawn with, continue with, extend with. All this plays a part in pure reality. The pure reality is oftentimes what many people don't want to deal with. They don't want to face it. That's how you know the pureness of reality because you got those people, they can get on other people, you know, talking about other people's, you know, whatever shortcomings, but then when you get on their shortcomings, they can't handle it. You see, they want to lose it. They want, they can't handle it. Why? Because they feel embarrassed by who they really are. They feel embarrassed by who they really are. People, the majority of people are embarrassed by who they really are. You know why you know that? Because at any time you'll sit up here and buy a car, right, to get a car like a lot of these guys, they'll get a BMW or Mercedes-Benz. Why are they getting a BMW and Mercedes-Benz? Nine times out of ten because they're trying to get a woman. Because the reality of the matter is they can't get a woman without that car or that luxury car, that luxury truck, or a whole bunch of nice clothes. They can't get attract a woman without that. They have nothing mentally to offer a woman. So they have to compensate by getting physical material um, material possessions, you see, which is nice, but that's ultimately why they do it. The reality is they if, they, if it was just up to them, they wouldn't have that. They'd be as, you know, desolate physically as they would mentally. A lot of these people, a lot of these men, the only reason they take care of themselves is because they're driven by sex, be it by man or, or woman, opposite sex or, or the same sex. They're driven by that. That's a reality. That's why they keep themselves together. They have, they're trying to feed off of the energy of other people. You see? That's why if you notice when a person becomes a bum or a derelict or he get, like, goes out in the street and don't do nothing and just Going home to show, just live on the streets. They see he's seen as what an outcast, or she's seen as an outcast, because in this society they tell you that you have to have an apartment, you have to have a home, you have to have some place to change and live and sleep and whatever. You see, but and that's a reality to a lot of people, only because that was set as a reality that people have to live this way. You see, and if you are a civilized person, of course you want to live this way, but those who don't, they are seen as unreal. That's why people look at, you know, homeless people still and like, wow. You see, because that's not real to you. You can't imagine not having no place to go, not having no place to wash up, put your things, or clean yourself, you know. That's a form of, that sets in a form of, of insanity when you can't even clean your physical vessel. You know, I said this before a long time ago. I said you see a lot, a lot of time why these people who are homeless are, you know, a lot of them are more mentally uh, ill is because they can't, one of the biggest reasons, they can't even clean themselves. They can't even wash themselves. You see? When you can't wash or clean yourself, you attract all kind of demonic energy to you. You see? You attract all kind of demonic and low-level energy to you. And very soon, that becomes your reality. You probably knew it. See, I, I would have never saw myself 
you know, sleeping on a train or being dirty or laying with some dirty person or whatever the case may be. But that reality becomes your reality because you get synced into low-level thinking. You get synced in with low-level people, like the person who convinced you to try crack or drugs or heroin or whatever. You know, I'm going to try that out. Next thing you know, 10 years later, for not even five years later, you a dope fiend. I ain't a dope fiend. Yes, you are. That's your reality now. Because you were magnetically pulled into that lower frequency. A lot of people are going to be pulled into that because that's their reality. That's, that becomes their reality. You cannot escape reality. You cannot escape who you are, who you really are. You cannot. Reality is set from the time you are conceived. Your reality is set from the time you are conceived. And from the time you are conceived to the time you pass on, the realest things in your life will happen to you and the most unrealist things in your life will happen to you based on what you were unwilling or willing to see. You follow what I just said? The most realest things will happen to you in your life and the most unrealist things will happen to you in your life based on your willingness or unwillingness of what you were willing to see. You you, you follow what I mean by that? Let me know before I continue. So keep that in mind. You'll see as much as you want to see that you're willing to see without prejudice, without emotion, without um, without any blinders on. Because, you know, a lot of people want to see reality on their own terms. You got a lot of people who want reality on their own terms. They want to dictate what reality is. You cannot dictate what reality is. Reality is already set for you. The people who want to dictate reality are the people who want to still move off of positive and negative, good and evil, you know, whatever. They still want to move off polarity. Those are the people who want to dictate reality. You cannot reality. Reality is laid out for you, and you have to want or you have to, I say, um, you have to know deep down that it is necessary for you to see that as a living reality. You see, you have to know what a living reality is and your willingness to see that. See, a lot of people, again, they want reality to be what they want it to be. And you cannot have reality as what you want. This is why we are not given privy right now to the upper dimensions because we still want to make reality or shape reality as to what we want. You see, you have to let reality guide you. And when I say let reality guide you, I mean the higher you, the extended you will guide you through reality. But you on the lower level cannot try and, how you say, shape reality the way you want it. You cannot because that will block you out from the extended you in the realest spaces, on the realest space or the highest states of reality. When you try to put reality or shape reality how you want it, instead of following out reality as it really is, then you sever your connection with your real or your higher self. You follow what I mean by that? Because your real or higher self is opening the door to you for that extended reality. You may not like what you see there, but you've got to accept it. you got to. You can't change it. 
cannot change what you did in real time. If you did something in real time, you cannot change it in real time. It is how it is. It's set in stone to be that way for a reason. Whatever you were called to do, whatever you did to disrupt your life in any way, shape, or form or disrupt whoever you was with, that was what you were supposed to do. And you're supposed to continue on that path to the greater reality because your higher you, your future, you put you on that path to reality to disrupt whatever part of your life needed to be disrupted in order for something else to come in. That follow what I'm saying? Whether it was whether it was you joining this community and upsetting your black family members, disrupting their little fantasy of who they believed you were to be, instead of who you know you came here to be, that oh well. Can't worry about how to you you the only one that gotta live your life. They ain't gotta live your life. They can they want you to be who they want you to be. You didn't come here to be what your family wanted you to be. You came here to be who you ultimately are. And a lot of people are going to be forced to accept that because, like I said, a lot of people think it's easy, but it's really hard in a lot of ways to accept that as well because with a lot of the good things come the bad things that you got to accept. But see, once you are accepting reality, then good and bad start to become righteous. They start to become righteous, and they become less and less um, or are unable to be judged under those terminologies of Good and bad anymore. So, and this is reality. Reality is just a blueprint, the path to the real, the realization, the realizations of who you are supposed to become, what you are supposed to be, who you are supposed to have in your life, your world, and which you live in. That's reality. You can't be in somebody else's world. You cannot. You have to live in the world you came here to live in. The world you came here to live in is that world, those who are the elect. That world is the world that's coming in the fourth dimension. And that world wins. You must accept your place there if this is where you belong. And those who don't belong will decline the space, even though the space was never really open for them anyway. They know their time in which to move about in reality and when to go back into the world of fantasy. See, when you go back into the world of fantasy, you end up like black people. You live in the world of fantasy. You believe your vote count, like I said. You believe there's nothing wrong with gay and lesbian. For the most part, so-called white man controls the world of so-called black race. They control the fantasy world of the so-called black race. And they're getting them to embrace the fantasy of the so-called white man Every day. That's why you got black people saying, oh, ain't nothing wrong with, you know, being gay. Ain't nothing wrong if that's what you into. They're becoming more and more accepting of that. So-called black people are becoming more and more accepting of homosexuality, lesbianism, and things like that. And so once you become accepting of it and you start saying stuff like ain't nothing wrong with it, like you're starting to hear a lot of these black comedians and entertainers saying that, and they take a stance for that, they basically are entering that into your mind. They're entering that into your mind as reality. And if you allow these people to enter fantasy into your mind as reality, then you are being blocked from the fourth dimension because we know what the reality really is. We know what the reality truly and really is. They want to replace reality in your mind. 
They want to replace reality in the minds of all people because when they replace reality in the minds of all people, they block us from the greater reality, which is the fourth dimension, the eighth dimension, the twelfth dimension, the thirteenth, and all those greater dimensions of who we are to receive our power. We're blocking them away by accepting the fantasies in our head of their nonsense. That's why they stay putting out philosophy, psychology, all these things that cause you to, you know, basically get indoctrinated with their way of thinking because that's all school is. That's all that stuff is. It's nothing but you indoctrinating them, indoctrinating you with their way of thinking. In other words, placing fantasy inside of your head to replace reality. That's all. They're taking their fantasies, their weird and twisted ideas of what life is, their degenerate, weird and twisted ways, and they getting you to adopt them in school, getting you adopt them in some form of therapy, that's why they go into those fields. They go into those fields to mess with your mind, to tweak your mind about what reality is and what it isn't. They'll tell you a bunch of nonsense about what reality is. Ain't nothing wrong with being gay, lesbian, trans. You know, you know the whole thing. You know the whole spiel. They're basically getting you ready to accept degeneracy as a form of sexual preference. And a lot of people are going for this. And we know that the reality is only supposed to be men and women together. That's it. But this is what happens when people want to escape reality. Escape reality. You know, this is what happens when people want to escape reality. A lot of women who go into becoming lesbians, they'll say, "Oh, I just don't like men." Or oh, I just don't like men. I just, they say they, they like they just like women, the lesbians. When the reality is. They don't know how to get along with men. That's the reality. So because they don't know how to mentally relate to men or get along with men because they don't know how to be women, they convince themselves that they are only attracted to women because it's more of a relation thing, a social thing, more than a sexual thing. You see, they don't tell you that. It's more of a self-social thing more than a sexual thing. But how 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 because how do you call it homosexuality when the majority of your time is spent out of bed? So you are de- you are designating a person's lifestyle based on sexual preference. How you you gonna be in the bed and doing your thing probably an hour a day or two hours a day or however long they lay up with each other? That that, that defines twenty three other hours of your day. No, the, what I'm saying is that's about socialization, but they don't want to say that. They don't want to say that. You see. They don't think that far, but I do. I do. It's not about so. It's not about sexuality. It's about social sociality. Soci, sociality. I mean, but sociality. They, it's about social so sociality more than sexuality. It becomes sexuality because they push it that way. You ever see these women? I'm gonna show you an example of that. You ever see these women? They'll be lesbian all the time. Next thing that they meet some guy they can relate to, they like. They talk. Next thing they ain't gay no more. Ta-da. They ain't gay no more. They they have children and everything. All the dyke go out of them, everything. And then for you women who claim you can't relate to men, then why you try to get with women who look like men? Why do y'all really get with women who look like women? But again, it's a socialization thing. It's not sexual, but social. You see? And they beast try to make you think it's a sexual thing. You know? Because people will tend to like people would t- like a lot of these guys who gay, a lot of these guys start off 
how do how do you get the young guys? A lot of these young guys are awkward sexually. They don't know how to talk to girls and whatnot. They don't know how to relate to girls and things like that. They don't know how to socialize with girls. That's the reality. They're just awkward as hell. So and you know, so what happens? They try and hang them up with their homeboys. Next thing you know, they feel comfortable with them and they start doing this sexual stuff with them. It's a social thing. It's a social disorder, a mental disorder, not a sexual attraction. But they tweak your mind to make you believe that. They tweak your mind to get you to believe that. That's how they, they mess with reality. See, this can only come from the upper reaches of the fourth dimension and beyond what this really is, what you're really, they really dealing with. You see, because what was they doing? Now, here it is. I show you it's about, all about socializing, socialism. It's about socializing with each other, mixing things together and whatnot. Because why would a, a bunch of people who are following these so-called sexual preferences, why would they feel the need to form a community, an LGBTQ? Why would they feel the need to form a community? You see? Why would they feel the need to? You know how they gave it away? Because on the last part of their letter in Q means queer. Queer is a word that means strange. Right, strange or a strange is one who is a strange, one who is awkward. You see what I'm saying? You could be a queer, and you don't have to be gay or lesbian. You could be a queer. That's why they gave it its own lettering. So they that they basically letting you know that when they put the Q on the night, took it off because they didn't want to give themselves away. But queer, they just basically saying that they know these people are all strange. That's why they put queer on it. Now they took queer off, and they say queer is offensive. You see what I'm saying? Because they know all that shit is strange. They know it's strange. They used to call homosexuals and lesbians queers because they know it's strange. These people are strange. They're socially awkward. You see? With the opposite sex. But they want to tweak reality. That's why I said you can't really trust in none of these psychological things like gaslighting. That's a lot of you so-called black women love to pick up that word, gaslighting. You can't really get caught up in the social social uh, 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 or the psychological mindset of the so-called white man because he always takes it and he tweaks everything around and he keeps he keeps everything from reality. He keeps everything from reality. He doesn't deal with reality at all. And because he doesn't deal with reality and he teaches you, he teaches your children, he educates your children, then that means they're not going to deal with reality. They're not going to deal with reality. You see all these so-called educated black people, are they realistic about what's really going on in the world? Are they really the so-called educated, the political people? Are they, hell, the so-called niggas in the hood, the, the thugs and the, and the, and the, and the uh, Aunt Jemimas and the bedwinches and the Shaniquas, the hood rats? Are they really realistic about what's going on, what's really going on in the world? Nope. Nope, hell no. No. Because they can't deal with reality. Their mind is not set to deal with reality. All they understand is twerking. All they understand is smoking, turning up, drinking. That's all they understand. That's the fantasy world. In their world, and they in their mind, that's the world. That's they, that's their life. That's really a life. The avoidance of reality, because all that's that all that's what that represents: twerking, joking around, getting high, you know, fighting all this. That's just people escaping reality, man. That's all. They they escape in the reality that their life don't really add up to much of anything. So they got to try to create excitement in their life. They have to try to create fantasy in their life. They got to turn up for nothing when and try to make something into nothing because they don't have anything going on in their life. That's the reality of things. That's the reality. 
they got zero things going through their brain. Zero. Because nine times out of ten, they were produced on a low frequency. And when you're produced on a low frequency like that, when you are produced on a low vibration like that, then zero goes to your goddamn mind, man. Everything goes to your mind. The white man knows how. They know how to attract those type of people. How you attract those kind of people is always a damn party. It's always a turn-up session. It's always some socializing. That's how you attract all these zeros together to try and create one, one energy, one standard energy. You follow? That's how they do. And that always stays beneath reality. Because, like I said, these people, I've seen this, I seen this um, individual. I was in the store. And it was this, I don't know if, I guess it was a kid, a guy or whatever. You can't, it's sad. I couldn't even tell if this was a guy or a girl. But he was just talking about turning up. And he, he just came from the party. And his he went, he'd been in the party. He'd been partying for two days. He was showing some, he showed me a picture in his phone. I was like, well, okay. He's just talking to me. He showed me a picture in his phone. And he was some damn, some damn cave, some cave creatures in the damn village in Manhattan. For those of you who know New York, the village, that's where all them homos be at and everything. But he out there turning up in Washington Square Park with a bunch of white people like a damn pride parade. So I asked him, was, was that a gay parade? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, yeah. But I couldn't even tell if he was a guy or a girl and whatnot. Then he told about he went home and he told his mother he, she got mad because he wanted to come to, out to the party and turn up too. Yeah, that's the future right there. That's the future. You see, that's reality. The reality is that there is no future with these people. That's the reality. There is no future with these people. These people are fucking damned. They're damned. They are damned, and you got to just look at them as that. They're damned. And when I say they're damned, damned is another way of saying they're blocked. Damned means blocked. Like how you damn water from um, um, flooding a place, you blocking the water, correct? When somebody is damned, they are blocked from receiving reception from the fourth dimension, that pure reality. These people are damned. The black race is damned. You see that? They're damned. That's another way of also saying cursed. They're damned. You see? They damned from reality. They're blocked from reality. And when you try to say anything real to them, they get offensive, they get mad, because they really don't understand what you're saying. They don't understand where you're coming from. They can't relate to what you're talking about. You're talking craziness to them when you're talking reality to them. They can't get it because they can't comprehend it. And they get angry with you because they can't comprehend it. They're like, well, what you trying? They weren't ready to fight you. Especially the so-called white man. They can't. They definitely can't deal with reality. They definitely can't. They'll have a damn meltdown. That's why they make up so many lies. That's why they tell so many lies, because they can't deal with reality. They can't deal with the reality of what they people did, what they people actually are. When you bring it out to them, they, they, get, they, don't, they don't disagree. They'll, just, they'll, they'll say, oh, that ain't true, and then they'll go ahead and try and gloss over it. Well, I brought out the thing about them having fur-like animals because they got an animal genetic in them. When I say their hair is not hair's fur, it's an animal genetic, no, they, they didn't argue with it. They know it's the truth, and I pointed to their scientist, Darwin, who told you they came from monkeys and apes and gorillas and whatever else and other animal creatures. But then you tell them that they get mad. You see? They get offended. You see? Because reality sheds or embrightens 
too much. It, see, reality is like illumination. Reality is illumination. It sheds the continual illumination of brightness on everything. It exposes everything and everybody. It makes everybody feel naked. It makes you feel naked like you're being looked through by x-rays. That's what this illumination of reality does to you. It looks through you like an x-ray looks through your skin, through your bones. It looks through the core of you. That's what it does. That's what reality does. Pure reality looks through the core of you because the core of you is the foundation of you, and the foundation of you is needed to extend or excel up into these upper dimensions based on who you are. You see, if you're not who you say you are, if you're not who you are by genetic code, by genetic frequency, you aren't going to ascend these upper dimensions. That's a reality. That's a reality. Like I said, you people that was on the path and you fell off to the path and now you're trying to do, it's like certain people trying to do their own thing and whatnot, you use a sign that you're not of Amen, man. You're not of this upper dimension. You're not. So they have to try and create a fantasy world because they want to uh, uh, they want to try and block out the real world that's coming in that was being brought in by this transmission. They had to create fantasy world. They had to make up lies about me. They had to make up these things like they come in with some real transmission, cut almond name out, all that. You see? Because that's what those who carry the mark of the beast do. That's what they do. They have to only, they, they want to be they want to be receivers, but they're really deflectors. They want to be receivers, but they're really deflectors. Why? Because they're deflecting the true or the real intel, the real intel where it's coming from. They're trying to deflect it from the other people and trying to act like it's coming from them. So they're really deflectors, not receivers. But a lot of the deflectors. And that's what happens when even with the defectors who left out the Republican intellect, the defectors become the deflectors. That's the reality because they were always deflectors. You see, they were always deflectors. They was always the people who was not going to come in here and just carry that natural vibration of almond because it's not in them. They're not part of that extension. So what will they do? They will deflect away from the fact that they're really not of almond. They'll stay here and just be in the Republic of Mentelec, but never part of that body of almond. Never. See, that's the foundation right there. That's what keeps community going. You see, community is reality. Community is reality. That's how people are able to get things done. People are able to accomplish things through community. See, black people don't want to acknowledge that, or at least so-called black people who live in the fantasy world, that they somehow are going to get something from white people because you look at them more as a community than you look at yourselves as a real community. That's why, because if you really saw yourselves as a real community, you wouldn't be asking them for anything. That's reality. People who really believe they come from a community don't ask other communities for something. That shows you right there for you so-called blacks who claim it's a black community. Y'all don't really believe that because why are you asking white people for anything or the government for anything? Communities don't ask other communities for anything. You see? You put all your energy into the community, into the commune, because the commune is like the combine. The commune is like the combine. The combination, the combination of different parts, extended parts that are meant to produce a greater picture. The commune is the combine, the combination, the community. 
of different personality, different personas coming together to produce something greater. That's the point of a community. The reality of a community is to build a powerhouse, a power source to produce greater, greater children, men, women, and children. That's the point. But when that's ta- when that's lost in translation with a lot of people, that's because those people refuse to live in reality. Because, see, when they have to live in that reality, that means that they, as individuals, are no longer important. They, as individuals, are no longer important. And people who are locked into the people, place, and possession of this third-dimensional world, they want to be seen as important. They want to be seen as important in the world. They need to be seen as important in the world. But the reality is they really don't. They really don't. They don't have anything to contribute to the world. So they don't really need to be seen in the world. That's why you see the nobodies who contribute nothing. You really they don't get no fame. People don't look to them. They look to the people who are doing something. You see, the producers. You got you got more you got more produce you got less you got is more um people who are not producing on the earth than they than there are people who are producing. You see? And then you got different levels of production. Certain people produce on the higher level. The higher up you go in the level of production, mentally, whatever, that then that means that's the higher up in the projection you go. Reality. Versus those who produce on a limited level, but it's all reality. Versus those who produce on no level, but it's all reality. People want to sometimes exceed their limitations. Sometimes it ain't meant for everybody to exceed their limitations. Some people are just limited. That's reality. That's reality. Some people are just meant to be limited. Because there's something about their personality that if they were able to access these upper dimensions, they would try and mess things up. Because that's just how they are. You see? That's just how they are. They've already been, they already had it forced in their mind to be agents of chaos and confusion. You see, they already had it uh, etched in their minds already, unfortunately. And you always find that out as time goes on. If they're around you enough, you'll find out in time that they're nothing but agents of confusion, agents of chaos. You see, that's reality. Certain people are not meant to extend uh, to uh, ascend their limit of their limitations in this world based on their persona, their personality. Right? Certain people's personality are just not in alignment for the upper dimensions. Your persona is not in alignment. You have to have the most important key to align yourself, and that is cooperation. That's cooperation. You must have that first and foremost: the ability to cooperate the ability to follow law, the ability to follow orders without ego, without emotion, without any of these things. That's how you build a successful and collective society, a collective power of people in the upper dimensions. That's reality. You don't have people doing what they want to do. You, they do what they're told to do. Now, that's a reality that a lot of people ain't going to gonna have a problem with. A lot of people don't like to be told what to do. A lot of our people still got that in them, even those who are being raised as the elect. They still got that attitude like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay. Okay. And those are the people who will be forced out in the future because 
That's like saying if your body doesn't follow the order, put in alignment in your body to follow, then what happens? What happens if one of your arteries, ventricles, or one of your, you know, something on your heart, whatever, or whatever in your brain, something doesn't follow the flow of energy, the flow of direction, the flow of power that all your body parts are meant to follow? What happens when one part of your body decides to do its own thing? What happens? Your body shuts down. You have a stroke. You die. Because one part of your body, one part in your body wanted to be rebellious. It didn't want to go in alignment with the other parts of your body. You see, like when your body gets cancer cells, you start producing cancer, you know, cancer cells and whatnot. I say you get more, I say more uh, red blood cells, or if I'm not mistaken, more white blood cells start to overcome and start to become a mutation. Based on what you put in your body, there was anti your body, anti the uh, uh, betterment of your body. You kept putting it in there and you produced that, um, you produced that imbalance in your body by putting junk there. You produced it. You see, had you been going in alignment to what your body needed, your body would have been running fine. But you chose to be rebellious within your own body, put things in it that didn't belong in it. Same way it goes with socializing with people, socializing with people you know you're not supposed to be socializing with, laying with people you ain't supposed to be laying with, giving energy and time. It's the same way as putting bad food in your body. You put bad people in your lives or people who are not good for the evolution of your life, then guess what? You are holding up your reality of where you're supposed to be, or you are finding your reality in the lesser and the lower place where you belong. That's the reality. See, everybody don't want to accept reality because reality is not always what they want. I'll be the first one to tell you that. Reality is not always what people want. People's, people really want the fantasy over the reality. They claim they want, can't keep it real, so we're keeping it real. They only want you to keep it real as long as it don't make them look bad. Sometimes real, reality going to make you not look so good. They won't always cast you in a bright light. That's the reality. Certain parts, you won't be cast in a bright light. Certain things you don't want to come out about you. You see? That's real. You see, everybody don't want to live in the bright. Already, if you don't want to live in the brightness, that's part of being part of the elect. That's part of the elect. Being part of it is living in brightness, man, living in pure illumination. I say naked, un- naked and unashamed, man. Naked and unashamed. We just real. We real. We ain't putting on like other people. We ain't putting on like certain people put on suits and ties and, 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 and talk about the Bible and the Quran and, and all this other stuff. And they putting on, man. They're not being real. They're trying to sound like certain people. They're putting on that. They're not real. You see, the Republican mental, like, and the people, we too real, man. We too real. We too real for this three-dimensional realm, and we're going to keep the vibration real. We're going to keep pure reality going throughout this. That's why you'll hear me in this broadcast. I'll cuss my ass off. I'll cuss my ass off because I feel like it. Because I feel it's necessary. I, I, the, the transmission coming through, that's just what it is. Not trying to take people's, uh, uh, their feelings into, into um, 
How you say not taking their feelings into account? Not interested. Transmission goes out as is. A lot of people don't want to face that reality. They don't want to face that reality. So they'll make it. Even these people will make it about like with YouTube and all. Like right now on Facebook, they got me blocked on one of my pages from posting because they're saying that for three days they got me blocked because they're saying I guess the title to my broadcast was offensive, which I find funny because the very words that are supposed to be offensive came from white people. These words come from white people, and they're going to get mad at us because we're using the words that came from them. These curse words and words like coon and sambo, that come from white people. They call us that for years. They didn't care when they called it. Now we're we using it on other so-called black people. Now all of a sudden, oh, you can't say that's racial. You see the, see the hypocrisy? But it's not really that. It, you know what the problem is? Not it, The problem is it's not sacred to us anymore. You know when black people hear words like nigger and coon and sambo and all that, when white men say it, <laughs> we took the sting out of nigger, coon, and sambo and all that other stuff, and we used it on the regular amongst niggers who are coons and sambos and everything else. And now the white man's kind of pissed off about it, that it don't shock us no more, that we call each other niggers and everything else, and we use it. Now he ain't got no power to hold over you no more. You see, that's why now all of a sudden it's the N-word. And then you got these white people come up here tomorrow. Why can't I say it? You see? Because they want to get that power back to feel as though they could just call you whatever they want to call you and disrespect you. You see what I'm saying? That's the reality of it. They ain't, and the reality is they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not put off by the language. Because you can have all kind, of, all kind of foul and filthy language on, on Facebook just for no reason. No, what they don't like is the message because it's too real. You know how you know it's too real because they ain't never, they ain't nobody said nothing about it, and they heard this, they heard mental act, ain't nobody said nothing about it. Ain't nothing they can say about it. It's too real. When you have something that's this real in your face, you ain't gonna have nobody saying nothing about it. They'll they'll attack me. They'll call me names. They'll say all kinds of, but they won't say nothing about the teaching or the transmission. They'll just you know they'll just take from it. And try to take personal shots on me, like you two bitches, uh, uh, um, James Smith and uh, and uh, Nick Jackson, you two bitches, you two, you two girls. I call you two harlots. Anyway, play, take a little bit of a break, and uh, we shall be right back.
Somebody said something. Let me show you the backwardness, the backwardness of people. They said today is not prom. They said what is it? Uh, um, somebody said I, I gotta re- re- I want to see it again. It says uh, I want not mind. Something about tomorrow not being promised. Yeah, tomorrow is always promised. It just may not be to you, but it's always promised. It's even promised to you when you're not here. It's always promised. It will always come. Tomorrow will always come. That's the only thing you can count on, whether you hear or not. That's reality. This guy going to tell tomorrow's not promised. What do you mean? If you're not breathing, you are not around, tomorrow's not promised to you. 
Don't say, say tomorrow might not be promised to you. But tomorrow is always promised. Because somebody's going to be hit. Somebody's going to be above ground or breathing or receiving. Transmitting, going to another level. Tomorrow is always promised. Get that straight. Just different stages and states in which it is promised to you to, but it's always coming, and we always have to think about tomorrow, whether we here or not. See, people don't think about. You know, I said this about black people. You know why black people don't care about their children? I'll say this, and they, they do it. They do it unintentionally, but black people and them whole don't care about their children, and they don't want to admit that is because they don't think about their future. They don't think about their future. You see, they don't think enough about their children's future. Like I said, you could tell in the whole thing about reparation. Remember I brought that said, if people really cared about reparation, shouldn't they be asking for medical schools and things like that, and law schools and engineering schools to be put up to educate your babies so when they come out of high school that you should be also controlling junior high school, shouldn't they be priority number one in their education and things like that in their technical education, right, to be the ones that lead the future leaders of tomorrow so that you can continue to go on if certain people are not around? Shouldn't that be the focus? So shouldn't the focus be that instead of you just getting money so you can give back to the white man on cars and clothes and jewelry and everything else? But that's not the focus. That's not the focus. The focus is cars, clothes, jewelry, Money, nonsense that is disposable. See, disposable people only want to invest their mental energy into disposable things. I'm going to say it again. I want you all to repeat after me. Disposable people will only only put their mental energy into disposable things. People, places, possessions, clothes, money, jewelry, cars, disposable things is what disposable people put their minds into. See, people who are extendable, their minds stand to extendable things, things that can grow, things that can grow beyond the life of those people. See, that's when you think about your people, when you're thinking of things to do long after you're going to touch generations and generations and generations to come. That's what I do this message for. That's why I was ready to commit to this wholeheartedly. When Amen put it on me, when the ascendants put it on me, see, because I was born for this. I was born to be a future receptor, a future receiver to pass on this reception to my babies, to all of our babies, because I consider your babies my babies as well, our babies, this community. That's what this is about, you see. So we're not a disposable people. You so-called Negroes are who out here thinking, no, I can make it as an individual. We don't need no leaders. We don't need no community. Leadership is played out. You are disposed. That's the talk of disposable Negroes, man. That's the talk of disposable Negroes. And these disposable Negroes are implanted everywhere throughout the four corners of the earth. But reality, the reality that the army are putting forward in the future is that these people's time is short, man. These people's time is short. These people, these individualistic thinkers, that's the reality, the pure reality that's coming about these people. That's why, like I said, they are always in a state of uh, worry. 
they always in a state of uneasiness because they know that time is near at hand. You see, because of the limitation of their thoughts, they always know that their time is near at hand. They know that they're disposable because they really didn't do much when they were here to be extendable. See, when you live in a life of extended extension, an extendable life, then you don't worry about the things come in this society, the disposable. You don't worry about these people. You see, when you live in righteously, you know, you do things that going to disturb you personally. Sometimes when you're living righteously, you're going to do things that disturb you personally. Sometimes you have to be unselfish. Sometimes you have to think about others other than yourself. You got to do that a lot of times. That's righteous. And that's extendable. You got other people who just think about what they want, their own comforts and their desires and their comforts and how they want to be. But the reality is life is not meant to be comfortable, at least not all the time. We find comfort where we can, but the reality is life, this life is not meant to be comfortable for us. We're supposed to be moving. And every time you got to move, every time you got to push past something, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable when you got to push past. You might be overweight. I got to get this weight off me. I let myself go like this. I'm not happy with my appearance. I'm not happy with the person I'm with. I don't like that. That's the third. That's about discomfort in life. And in order to find that comfort, to push toward that, you got to extend yourself like a push motion and a pull motion. You got to push and pull yourself forward. But Expect discomfort in this life. That's part of growth. And you have to push past it as part of your growth to make yourself comfortable, to put yourself in a comfortable place. You will not find comfort in anything of this uh, two-dimensional world. You will not find any comfort, which you will find a distraction. I promise you that. You will find distraction. You see? But the comfort comes when you are able to push past your limitations and do it in the state of pure reality. That's when the comfort will come. That's when the ease will start to come. I'm speaking from experience because I didn't want to push past a lot of things in my life, things that I knew I needed to push past, things I needed, I know I needed to let go of in order to live, in order to extend. I let go. You see, I let go and let Amen take the wheel. I'm being funny with the Jesus take the wheel thing, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Man, me and making my letting my future self take the wheel, my extended self take the wheel. You see, and that was all the clarity I needed. You see, a lot of people they don't have either they don't have that extended self, and they hide it by trying to deflect to other things, or they have it and they extend. That's simple as that. You see, they just don't, there's nothing to extend to. Certain people have to realize that. Certain people just have to realize that, yeah, you just ain't got it, motherfucker. You just ain't got it. It ain't for you to extend. It ain't for you to understand, understand no standing, understand nothing. Because obviously you were blocked because of your personality, your persona. See, people get blocked from the upper dimensions. Because of their personality, their persona, 
Just like I said, you are entered into this community, entered into the fourth dimension through your personality. You can be blocked for your personality as well because you have to know how to merge or uh, merge your personality and with a collective body. You have to know how to merge your uh, uh, personality and with a collective body of other personas and personalities. You have to merge it in and cooperate within because those who cannot, those are going to be the ones who are cut out. Those are the ones who are going to be cut out. If you find that you're not cut out for this, if you can't merge your persona, your persona, your personality, you can't merge it in with a collective body, with that continuous body of movement, then that means you're not part of the extension. Simple as that. Because it's not this is not rocket science to the ones who are truly evolving. The ones who are of community, they're gonna be here till the wheels come off and they're gonna pick the car back up and keep running with the car like the Flintstones, like I said, those are the people who are part of the pure reality. The pure reality that God damn it, we here and we here to stay in all dimensions. That's the pure reality. You people this fade to black that y'all did in this community, that was your first and last test. That was your first and last test. And you have been shown to be unextendable. You showed that. That's the reality. And that's why y'all mad. I get mad at me because I'm so harsh with my words because they're meant to be harsh because the harshness denotes seriousness. Harshness denotes seriousness. You can't play with your words. I don't play with my words. I joke a little and have some fun like last night. But when it's, you know, but I'm still getting that lesson out, getting that teaching out, getting that transmission out as it's supposed to, to extend the elect, the almond race. That's what I'm doing this for. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as this extension is raising the minds of the elect into the state of pure reality. That ultimately is just us. And it's only going to be us who we could depend on in these last days. That's reality, man. These last and next days to come, all it is is us, man. That's all we got. We ain't got nobody. We ain't got no friends. We ain't got no friends within the human race. There are no friends. You see? It's just us. A lot of people are still under that delusion. A lot of people want to go out here into the world. And, you know, but what's, it's, it's what's meant to be. You know? You can't fight reality. I learned that. You can't fight reality. You cannot fight destiny. You can't. In this life, you're going to be where you're supposed to be, whether you like the place or not. Hopefully, you'll learn to like it. We learn to like community. We learn to like it because we may not be used to community. We might not be used to following laws and order. We not, might not be used to paying $144 a month to be part of something, and you're like, damn, why I got to pay 144 We might not like that. Well, well, if you are truly community, if you are truly of Amen, then you embrace it. You learn to love it. You learn that this is all we got, and you learn to appreciate it. That's reality. Because think how we would be if we didn't have it. Think about how it would be if we didn't have it. I shudder to think. This is reality. This is reality. 
There's no other reality, man. These niggas, these so-called black people, these niggas are not living in reality. Why do you think it's so easy for the white men to shift these niggas around? Why do you think, you see, these niggas don't, niggas don't live in reality, man. See, the white man know. He knows that black people don't live in reality, in the world of reality. That's why he can just shift niggas' community around, shift your neighborhood around, tell you what your children shit going to be thinking the next minute. They know, they just disregard you Negroes, man. The so-called white man know you niggas ain't real, man, because he created you. He created the black race, this whole idea of what black people are. He know you so-called black people are not real. He created the construct and the idea of black people. But we were so much more than black people. In fact, we're not even black people, but that's not the reality that black people are willing to embrace. They want to be black. And I got, I'm calling them black people purposely. I ain't even saying so-called because they want to live in darkness as black people. That's the reality. They want to live in the matrix. That's the reality. They don't want to escape the matrix. They don't want to. Anybody that's trying to help them escape the matrix, they're a cult leader. Or they're trying, uh, uh, um, they trying to rob you. Or they're trying to do something bad to you, as if the white man ain't did none of that shit to you already and continue to do it to you. But that, but they'd rather have it done to them by the white man instead of being really raised up and freed by the bright man. They don't want the bright man. The bright man is more dangerous than the black man. See, because the black man, niggas will embrace the black man. Niggas will embrace the black man. Niggas will embrace Biggie, Tupac, Malcolm Hex, Martin Lucifer Coon. They will embrace black men, black males, excuse me, black males, you see, because they would rather deny bright men, see, because bright men keep it real. Men like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Dr. Malachi York, myself, bright men keep it real. They keep it so real, they keep it so funky, you got to try and go in their personal life and make up shit. Because you hate their message so much because their message is meant to extend and illuminate. The masses and everybody in the, in the masses ain't going to be illuminated and extended. Sorry. That's just what it is. That's what it is. Simple as that. So black people, they love this idea that, oh, the black man is God. The black woman is God. You know, the fantasy shit. They love the fantasy. They don't want pure reality. Because pure reality, I remember Bro Polite said this. I remember he said this years ago. See how people say things that stick in your mind. Bro Polite probably don't even remember he said this. Brother Polite said years ago I heard him say, you know, everybody be at the party having a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you'll get the point. He was at one of his conscious meetings. It stuck in my head. He, you know, everybody be at the, you know, at the uh, uh, party or the uh, gathering, having a good time, the conscious gathering. And then it's that one person that might come and might say some stuff. That you know, that, you know, they keeping it real and it's real and whatnot. Then it's like a damper on the whole party. It's like a damper. He throw a wet blanket on the party because you know they had to say something that just upset the people. What he was talking about was reality. That's what he was really talking about. In other words, niggas don't want to hear reality. As long as there's no reality, as long as niggas believe, oh, we we gonna get some reparations. Oh, the white man gonna give me a raise on my job. Oh, we gonna get some equality. We gonna get another black president, which it wasn't. We wasn't even black but so-called great president, all that, all that. They want to live in the fantasy of the so-called white man as as as, as dark-skinned white people. That's the reality. They don't want to hear nothing. If they ain't talking about their 401K plan, who they're going to vote for in the next election, you know, uh, uh, reparation, or whatever the hell they're talking about. Tell the black woman she want to be, she want to be a surrogate white woman. That's why she'll go be with a white man. Disregard her, the man she's supposed to be with by nature because she ain't dealing with nature no more. 
She ain't she don't want to deal with nothing natural. She wanna deal with artificial. She wants she wants the GMO foods. Like she wants the unnatural man. That's reality.
you know, people still haven't figured out what the fourth wall is in their life. People still have not figured out what the fourth wall is in their life. Remember I said like in TV, you have three walls. You have you have the direct, you have the uh, wall that's left, to right, and then you have the image of the character in front of the left and right, but you as the audience are really the fourth wall. Right? You represent reality. <clears throat> so you have to find your fourth wall in life. In fact, that'll probably be a book I come out with the fourth finding your fourth wall in life. I like that. You have to find your fourth wall in life. Right? And you know, in doing that, that means you have to find the reality. You have to find the reality. I'm pretty sure um uh, Nicholas Jackson, you'll figure out a way to copy because you listen to the broadcast and you regurgitate what I said in your latest broadcast. That'll be your new frequency. But anyway, you and a uh, new bright team. But anyway, um, you got to find your fourth wall in your life, the reality of who you are, what you're supposed to do, who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be going collectively. Those of you who have found your way into this community have found your fourth wall. You have found the beginning, the beginning and the continuation of your fourth wall. Many people in this three-dimensional realm, hell, in the two-dimension will never find the fourth wall. They're not even up to the third wall, which says that everybody's not worth your time or your energy until you find the fourth wall in your life. The fourth wall is the wall of reality, the space of reality, which is going in alignment with the fourth dimension. You have to be pulled from the fourth dimension, being received and transmission from the fourth dimension to be in alignment with the fourth dimension, that which is reality, that which is reality. Life is a series of squares. Life is a series of four squares, squares, square, 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 building blocks, right? Stairs towards something. That is the mirror of your life, the reality of your life. You must understand that your life is meant to be a constant and ongoing production of reality. That's what your life should be, a constant, ongoing production of reality. Because if you're not living or living to keep it real, then what are you living for? What are you living for if you're not living to keep it real? You see, you got a whole bunch of people who thought they was living in reality till they get another reality, another um, turn in that state of reality. You got the guys who the criminals, they're selling all the drugs, they're getting all the money. They think they're doing it big time. They think they're getting power. They really believe this nonsense because the more paper they get, the white man allows them to get, the more drugs and dope he allows you to sell to your own people and destroy your community. You really think you're gaining power, not knowing the white man watching you because he's about to introduce a whole other reality to you because you think that's reality. You're getting that money. You got these hoes. You're riding a nice Mercedes Benz, BMW. You're getting all this money, right? And then the white man presents another reality to you. That's called prison. You see, he take all the stuff from your your previous fantasy that you thought was reality, and he shows you what your new reality is gonna be. You see, you see how people are able to change up your so-called reality. You see, because what they don't understand is when you when you got the mark of the beast on you, living in his fantasy world, where you think that money gonna make you powerful, that when he does something for you, like Bill Cosby, you know, Bill Cosby been rich most of his life. This must be a shock to his system that the white man just took him out of his wealthy lifestyle and got him living in a goddamn jail cell. This old man. That's his life now. 
You see? See that? Just like that. Because Bill Cosby wasn't living in reality. He was living in a fantasy world. He believed that his money was going to save him. He believed that, oh, with the white man, all the money you got that he gave you means something. He he actually thought he had some power. You see? But then the white man had to bring him back down to earth, back down to reality. Nigga, I made you. Nigga, I made you. I made you the opportunity. How dare you try to act like you? See, when you don't owe nothing to the beast, when he didn't make you, when he didn't make you, you can excel as much as you want. As long as he, you ain't looking at him, you ain't beholding him. He make you, he ain't give you nothing. But shit, if he give you something, he always going to remind you that uh, you do know that's my shit, right? All them billions of dollars you got, Bill, that's my money I gave you. He going to let you know that. Bill starts trying to act like he wasn't a nigga no more. You see, as long as you, you ask the beast for something, you're going to be his nigga. That's the reality. That's the reality. You know, now Bill got to adjust to a new whole new life. Ain't the white man get off on that. That was America's favorite dad. You see, that was his reality. Oh, like he thought that was reality when it was all fantasy. It was all fantasy. You see? You going to buy NBC, right? Yeah, right. But see, he didn't. He didn't see. He didn't want to deal with reality because he could have took that money and put it into real things. See, that's the kick of Bill Cosby because he took that money and put it into real things and helped real things happen. But he put it into a bunch of phony stuff like giving these Negroes at the HBCU, giving them a bunch of money, millions and millions of dollars, and now they turned their back on that nigga. They turned their back on Bill Cosby. You see, that's what he got to live with now. There's no reality when it comes to the beast. If you living with him, living his lifestyle, following what they say, thinking how they think, that's not real, man. That's not real. You see, that's not reality. Anything he gives you is not based in reality, man. It's all fantasy and he could, because he could always just take it right back. You see, he could always take it back. You see, whenever you deal with him, whenever you in close codes with him, you all, everything is borrowed with them, man. You know what I'm saying? You guys, that's why I said you got to think forward, man. You take these things as you need things and keep moving, man. These things, everything in this life is disposable, man. People are not of the reality. Everything in this life is disposable, man. People, place, and possession are disposable. But the personas, the personification, the real pers- persons are not. That's the power. The real persons are not, you see. And the beast is always after those who are, you know, are those who can be compromised. Those who can be compromised is the ones he's always after. The ones that he has his blood lust for, those who can be compromised. Those who can have their reality switched into fantasy and thus get others to follow the fantasy mindset. You so called black who just follow the other fantasy mindset. You see? Like the black man out there busting his gun in the hood, he's the toughest and the baddest. Until the police remind him, no, you're not, buddy. Get your ass over here. He going to get his ass over there and lay right on the ground like a bitch. Just like all you guys in the penitentiary, a bunch of bitches. You trying to act hard. I don't care if you're a black bitch or white bitch. You all a Latino bitch. You all bitches when you get in the prison system to the white man. You all his bitches. You can act tough, cut each other, and spend your time cutting and rape, cutting each other, and raping each other, and, and beating on each other, acting like damn fools. But the re- wise ones try to figure out how to get out of that matrix. That's what the wise ones do. 
you know, and try not to go back there again. That's what it is. That's what it is. See, they can't, now you tell us the average prison nigga, they can't handle that reality. If people in jail listening to this, they're going to get mad. Man, we'll get it there, nigga. Man, what are you talking about? We bitches, man. We'll get it there, nigga. Yeah, go get in your cell. Go check your ass up and get in your cell. You know what I'm saying? Shut up and get in your cell. Go to bed. Get it there, nigga, man. That, but that's the reality. You see? That's the reality. They can't stand the reality. Because everything they did in their life was to, to live in a fantasy world. Everything in their life was to live in a fantasy world. And when you when that fantasy is destroyed, when them niggas find that they can't sell no more drugs, they can't go to the club and get no money, them dusty assholes in the club no more. They they two million dollar chain is really cubic zirconia, <laughs> thanks to Jacob the jeweler. When the fantasies all come to an end, oh buddy, oh buddy, them niggas really get mad then. Man, what the nigga trying to do, man? Nigga trying to keep it real with us? I said that's what you said. I said y'all wanted to do, keep it real. That's you can't get no realer than what I just said, y'all. Who y'all niggas really are? You bitches for the white man. You his, you the white man hoes. Just accept it. You niggas are selling dope, gang banging, messing up your neighborhoods. You niggas ain't nothing but white men. For the, we ain't nothing but hoes for the white man. He let you do that until he want to gentrify the neighborhood. Then he gonna take you bitches off the block. He gonna put you on. The, he gonna take you off the track. You see, he'll send out his enforcers to take you off the track. And put you in a little five, a little five by nine cell or however big themselves are. That's what he gonna do. That's reality. And they go there and they try to still act like they in the fantasy. They still act like they thugs. Gonna go back into that thug fantasy again. You know, as they go right back into the thug fantasy again. You see, and they get a bunch of niggas, a bunch of other cartoon character niggas with them, and they try to be a gang inside jail. Talking about they running shit. Really? You running shit? Open the door and get out there. If you running shit. You're right. You niggas keep dreaming. But see, we're not in we're not in the state of dreams, man. We're not in the state of dreams. We in the state of reality, man. Hell with you niggas and your black dreams, man. Hell with you niggas and your black dream. Hell with you niggas and you the first you, see this the first poli- black politician over here. And it's the first black congresswoman over here. It's the first black congressman over here. The first black mayor over here. Blah blah blah. The first black president over here. Man, go ahead with that goofy coon coon shit, man. Go ahead with that goofy coon nonsense. I call you niggas the goofy coons. You know, you you actually bought into this, man. You actually you niggas actually bought into this. You know? Wow. Ain't much to say for you guys, man. Ain't much to say for this world. We just gonna keep it real. Reality, pure reality. That's all we can do. We just gonna keep it pure reality. Now that's the only people that can listen to this broadcast. I'm gonna be honest with you. The only people that can listen to this broadcast are people who live in pure reality, man. Who want pure reality. People that ain't listening to this and they can't they only listen to one or two broadcasts a few. They ain't trying, man. They not they not these people are not extendable, man. They they expendable. They're not extendable. You see, because over two thousand broadcasts of the purest and the rawest uncut knowledge, like fine diamonds, raw and uncut that you ever gonna have, is here. Beyond belief. 
beyond religion, beyond philosophy, beyond the teachings of the so-called white man. And you would think the mass majority of our people would flock to it. No, they're not. You got to be quick, 317. You guys got to stop pointing the broadcast. 317, be quick. All right. I'm from 317. All right, let me go ahead and read these questions for you. What is pure reality? Pure reality is the continuous and ever-growing picture of who we really are and what everything around us is. That's a continuous and growing picture. That's reality. Reality is shrouded in the limitations of these dimensions. See, we got 10 dimensions to jump in order to get to the purest reality, which is the 13th dimension. We're in the third dimension right now. The 13th is the purest and the crispest and the sharpest before we can head out into it. Oh, that's when we done mastered everything, and then we can move on into a next realm. That's pure reality of who we are, who we came here to be, what we will continue to be. Are we living uh, Are we living in a reality? Are we living in reality? No. No. We're living around fantasy, but those who are coming into this message, you're living in reality. We're living in reality. Those who are coming to this message, knowing who we are, receiving this knowledge of mental health, that's reality that's being produced right now. The people who are outside, they live in fantasy, man. They're going to keep on believing their skin is black. They're black people. They came from Africa or slaves and blah, blah, blah. Whatever the white man tells them, they're going to just go with it. How do we know that Reality isn't is uh know what reality really is by logic and rational thinking. Sensory. That's what gives us the insight and the outside to pure reality. Sensory. Sense, you know what reality is. Even a crazy, the most craziest person on the on the planet, the most so called craziest man on the planet, he knows reality. You know why he knows reality? He knows reality because he ain't going to hurt himself. He'll talk about how crazy is. The craziest. he won't hurt himself. So you ain't too crazy. You see, the real crazy people kill themselves. You see, because them demons just overtake their body. Those are the real crazy people. If you, if you ain't going to harm yourself, then you ain't crazy. You just harm other people. You know exactly what you're doing. Why is reality pure? Because reality is the state of constant extension, constant elevation. And constant revelation And that's it We're going to close out in the name of Amen By the power of Amen And Amen we trust And Amen we thank And Amen we continue forward forever I am the intellectual Nubian Minkari This has been Mental Like Radio I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10 Good night, good night, good night
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.